This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you've ever watched any kind of a show about police, then you know about the police lineup. This is where they put a bunch of people together and they hope that a witness can identify the perpetrator of the crime. Problem is, it's not always reliable and it can lead to misidentification. And this is where artificial intelligence is now coming in. We're going to learn about that now with the help of Dr. Heather Flo, who's a professor of psychology at the University of Birmingham. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, good morning. How can artificial intelligence help in this area? Well, throughout the world, including in Canada, the police use static photographs to make identifications of criminal suspects. And the problem with static photographs is that, well, although cost-effective, they're not very good to jog people's memories, enabling them to identify the guilty and avoid identifying the innocent. So you need it to be like a moving photograph or like what's a better way to do it? Yeah, so picture this. You've witnessed a crime. You've seen the perpetrator's face. And now the police, they present you with a lineup to identify the perpetrator. But all you get are static mugshots of the individuals facing forward. This isn't how we see people in real life. We don't see blank expressions. We don't see mannequins, but we actually see movement. And that's really critical in helping people remember which individual in the lineup is the suspect. And what we do in many jurisdictions is that the police have libraries and libraries of static images that they use to compose lineups. What they want to do is they want to surround the police suspect with several individuals who look similar to create a test for the witness. But the problem is, is that they've created a test that actually is really difficult and doesn't work well with how people remember things. We need cues. We need to see a face, for instance, under the same lighting conditions from the same angle and the same emotional expression that the perpetrator had when committing the crime. And so by creating a a lineup procedure that allows the witnesses to interact with the photos and move them, see how the features work together, see how expressions change, lighting, how the face looks under different lighting conditions, can really boost eyewitness identification accuracy. Okay, so how do you do that then? Yeah, so what what happens is that here in the UK, which is where I'm based, we use videos. And what we've done is we've created a technology that takes those videos, which shows individuals moving from side to side, so the witness can see the entirety of the face, We've created a technology that then renders those into a 3D rotatable object that is photorealistic and looks just like the individuals. We then show witnesses these faces, but then they're able to use their mouse or use a touchscreen to then rotate the face and see how it looks from different angles. In a jurisdiction like Canada, where faces are drawn from driver's license photographs, their frontal pose, They're very flat. They're not dimensional. Um, Some of the photos can be quite bad. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) mine is. I was just thinking that while you were talking. I was like, I wouldn't want anybody to use mine. I for sure would look guilty. It looks terrible. Well, you might, unbeknownst to to yourself, have been in a lineup because the police often draw on these, these driver's license photos to compose 
fillers, you know, known innocence to then test the witness's memory. So what we are trying to do is to work with those jurisdictions that are using those two-dimensional photographs and use AI to recreate the face in three dimensions. Once again, allowing witnesses to use angle as a cue, you know, be able to move the face and see what it looks like from different perspectives to jog their memories and enhance performance. And by this, I mean identify the guilty and not pick out the innocent. Okay, so how widely used is this right now, or is it still growing? It's still growing. So most um, jurisdictions, they're using technology that hasn't changed in 100 years. And a lot of this is down to budget cuts and police departments. So for the last 10 years, we've been working really hard with the police to use their existing technology and adapt it in a way that's cost effective. So we could take video libraries and adapt those quite easily. And we're now field testing that with real life witnesses to then look at how performance improves. We've tested tens of thousands of people from all around the world under laboratory conditions. And we find that using these rotatable faces, these three-dimensional faces, significantly increases accuracy. I mean, we increase accuracy by as much as 40%. So it's a tremendous gain. We feel really confident about our results. And so now what we're doing is we're testing it in actual police forces so that we can then gain some perspective from users like witnesses and the police and make the technology even better and and more cost effective. Right. Dr. Flo, on the one hand, I'm very, very impressed by this work. But on the other, I'm a little horrified that they were still using these old police lineup methods that apparently were not very accurate. You should be. (laughs) When I did my um, dissertation research a very long time ago, everybody was debating the difference between simultaneous and sequential lineups. That is, whether people can see these 2D photographs all together at once or see them one at a time, which procedure is better. And to my mind, both procedures are pretty lousy. And we could do a lot better by tapping into the latest technological advances that now are becoming more cost-effective to implement. And by drawing on theories about how memory works, you know, memory works when we're given a lot of cues. It's why a multiple-choice test is a lot easier. There are things there to jog our memories and increase our ability to pick the correct answer rather than an incorrect one you know, compared to a test where I have to volunteer answers. So it's like we've been working really hard to make the task as impossible for the witness as we, as we can. And what we need to do instead is to work with memory, draw on memory theory, draw on the latest technological advancements that are becoming cheaper, and to really restore public trust in lineups. Because um, as we know, there have been a number of stories about wrongful convictions based on eyewitness identifications that were an error, and we could do a lot better by the public. I would imagine that police departments are pretty anxious to use this because it would make their job better too, wouldn't it? I I believe so. The trouble is, in some jurisdictions, it's mandated to use a certain kind of lineup procedure. Like in the UK, it's mandated that they use a video procedure. And people, as you know, they're resistant to change. So increasingly, we are getting more and more police departments interested in what we're doing, asking questions, asking for their forces to be able to trial the procedure. We we find that really promising. And even if they don't use an interactive lineup, please, for goodness sakes, at least show your witness images of the suspect from different angles, static photographs from the front, from the side, so that you can facilitate the witness's ability to remember. 
I'm going to think about this now because I watch a lot of police shows and I'm going to be thinking about this every single time. Dr. Flo, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. That's Dr. Heather Flo, professor of psychology at the University of Birmingham, talking about uh, her research into photo lineups. We know, right, police use these all the time to help identify suspects in a crime, but they're not very reliable or not as reliable as they could or should be, but they're developing the use of artificial intelligence to improve the reliability and accuracy of these lineups, which makes me think, yeah, I don't think they can do it fast enough at this point.